0: I see. I have a question. Sure. We usually have uh, three members and an alternate, who then bounce out if, um, if we don't, uh, you know, if we don't have a quorum or somebody's not able to attend. agenda? Um... So Sheree, who is joining right now, will be recusing herself. Oh, that's why.
1: Okay. Yes, and so we had someone extra, uh, Luke, sitting in for this one. Approved,
2: okay, so Sheree is going to recuse herself, and then Bethany will not participate. Or Bethany will participate. Sorry. Who's? So we have Melanie, Zach, and Luke participating. And I believe Melanie? Uh, sorry, Bethany, it's the alternate for this. Okay. Sorry, I was crying in the background. <laughs> <laughs>
3: No problem. You'll hear dogs barking on my end, I would imagine, so
4: I am having one
0: technology issue, so just bear with me for just one second. So uh recru uh cues what recruits. How do (laughs) you say it? Recuse. Recuse myself. Give me a yeah. not. Right. To the next meeting. Right. Okay. Yeah, I, I think you're good. Um, I'll wait for Zach to to confirm, but I, I think. Okay. Do I have to state a reason?
4: Will it be? Okay. Not sure. Okay. Okay, sorry about that. I couldn't get the agenda to come up on my other screen, so I had to switch. All right. Seeing that the hour four o'clock has arrived, it looks like we have quorum. Um, Chelsea, do you want to read the statement? Do we need to have a virtual statement web for this
1: meeting. I can go ahead and read it so that we are doing it for good measure. Uh, welcome to our virtual meeting. We are going to cover a few basic items before beginning. If you lose connection at any point during the meeting, you can reconnect by clicking the link or calling the number in your original email. To members and city staff members, if you are able, please activate your video and keep it on for the duration of the meeting. Staff, if you are able,
0: please activate your video when you are speaking. The chair and committee staff are responsible for muting and unmuting committee members. Use the great Speak, ask questions, or to request a roll call vote. During any roll call, all panelists. Briefly, fast click raise hand when you are asked a question.
1: The chair will do their best to call on committee members in the order in which hands are raised. Lowering your hand will take you out of the queue. Members of the public who have registered to speak, the name you entered in Zoom must match the name you entered in registration. You will remain muted until called upon. The clerk will tell you when your time is up. After speaking, a member of the body may ask questions. You, if you need to share documentation with the board, please send it to the email listed on today's agenda. Please do not use your video. If you turn on your video, it will be shut off. Share the floor is yours, and we'll need to do roll call.
4: Perfect. Um, if you want to read the roll, that sounds good. Perfect.
1: Zach Madden?
0: Here.
1: Melanie Rainey. Here. Sheree Wallace? Here. Bethany Matson. Here. Luke Sheeby? Here. Adriana, I do not know how to pronounce your last name. Gero. Gero. Um I'm
2: here I'm uh, not a member of the body, but
1: the attorney the that... body Perfect. All right, we have quorum chair George:
4: perfect. Uh, second item on the agenda is public comment. I did see there was one registrant. Are they here?
1: I do not have them here. Uh, okay. that's one of the city council elders.
4: I was confused by the registration. But, okay. Um, can you just read off the registration and um, I think they were in support? In support of what exactly, I'm not sure, the appeal itself?
1: Item number five, which is the decision. And they have registered in support. They do not want to speak but available to answer questions.
4: All right. Well they'll be happy. We will have a decision. <laughs> okay, seeing no other public comment, we'll go to item number three, disclosures and recusals. I do believe we have a recusal charade. Yes, I
2: would like to recuse myself. Due to my personal relationship with um, the Shepherd Church. Okay,
4: Sheree will be recusing herself from this decision, and I think at this point you can uh, leave the meeting. Then. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Sheree. Okay. Any other disclosures or recusals? Seeing none, we'll move to the next item. I will entertain a motion that the committee enter in a closed session pursuant to state statute nineteen point eight five one C to consider case two zero one nine three one three two Hendricks v. Good Shepherd Lutheran Church.
0: So moved. Okay. Moved by Luke, seconded by Melanie. All those in favor, signify
4: by saying aye. 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 Nobody opposed. Motion carries. So do we need to do a roll? Do we need to do a roll call vote on that?
2: Uh, we do not. Um, can I ask the question though? So, is at this point we still have to be members on the body who are participating? I don't think we need Bethany. Is that? I mean, she's still the alternate at this point? Correct.
4: She, she's still the alternate. She won't participate in a vote, but she's more than welcome to um, okay. continue on if, if she'd like.
2: Yeah, Bethany. So you're you are more than welcome to sit in on the hearing. Um, you won't vote at all in, on any of the um, you know any of the motions that come before the body. Um, you wouldn't have a vote unless somebody else bows out or falls ill suddenly, or, or something happens where you'd have to step into your role to um, be on the body. Okay, we are now in closed session. Chelsea, do we
4: have to do anything specific with being virtual here to technically be in closed session?
1: So these are the instructions that they've given. Um, Make sure anyone that you don't want in the meeting is removed. If they don't leave the meeting voluntarily, hover over their name and under more, click remove, go to the participant list, in more, click lock meeting, then designate the shared host, and then apparently I'm also supposed to leave the meeting as well. Okay. I'm not quite sure how you let me know when it's time to return, though, to finish.
4: Uh, I think think it's okay for you to stay. Staff has stayed in the past. Yeah, staff has always
2: stayed during the closed session portion. I think you're fine to stay okay perfect then i will lock meeting and we're good to go
4: okay perfect well we are in closed session now on this case uh any discussion just for folks reference the specific item and correct me if i'm wrong here but we're looking at the determination that the case was dismissed that um has been appealed by mr hendricks
3: i have a few things to say about it then um I, i in reading through it, um, I think that what I came to was that I think that ultimately we should approve the appeal. Part of my reasoning here is that I think that there, based on, again, the context uh, that was given. It seems like there is probable cause that uh, Mr. I might be pronouncing this wrong, but Rodamis. I'll refer to him as the um, defendant.
0: He's the
2: complainant.
3: The complainant. Thank you. I'm still new to this. Um but I think that there's probable cause that the complaint was denied the use of the practice room because of his employment history. In the motion that he actually filed, he stated that it was uh, due to his race and nationality. So, which I don't think was alleged at any point uh, other than his initial complaint, um, both in terms of how the church defended their, their, um, their actions and otherwise. So I think that there's probably some potential discrimination here, but not necessarily because of the reason that he states Um, there is definitely some, some details missing. Uh, it's not clear that the uh, that the church declined his request for the use of the practice space or um, why Melwood, Melwood uh, terminated his employment uh, that I think could potentially shed some light. So I think, again, with those details, there might be for here. Um, but then at the same time, the complaint didn't uh, provide any additional information uh, when prompted through the process that, uh, uh, that I know we went through to, to reach out for more details. So I think that if we could get some of those details, I know that his uh, initial response was, I think, to, to send a number of different documents that didn't didn't seem to answer the questions that uh, that we had sent out. I think if we can get those answers and if the complaint is willing to, to give us those, I think that it's worth pursuing a little bit farther. I don't know if all of that was too much or if it's just right. This is only my second time doing this, but those
0: are my thoughts.
4: Adriana, if the complaint were to come back and find, say the appeal is denied and the commission were to side with the determination to dismiss the case, if the complainant came back with a uh, separate complaint alleging a different category or protected class, would the dismissal in this case prevent that to move forward in any way?
2: I don't believe so. Uh, When I was
0: looking at the rules of the body, um, I think it, let me just scroll through here. Okay. I'm pretty sure it
2: said that all dismissals are to be without prejudice, which means if, as long as he's within the statute of limitations, oh, yeah, sure. So Rule 3.42 of the rules of the commission is an administrative dismissal shall be without prejudice. Um, So essentially that means he could file again, um, you know, maybe with more information or different protected classes um, if you do, in fact, affirm the dismissal as long as it's within the statute of limitations, which I guess I'd have to look at what the date is. I don't know if that would prevent him um, you know, from refiling, but procedurally, no, he could refile.
0: And I think there were several attempts to get him to respond and to provide more information, and um, he just didn't seem to respond. And I'm, I'm just curious as to, um, as to why he didn't. Because it limited what the... Um, what the lawyer could decide on because he didn't have other facts that perhaps the the plaintiff had. Um, So that seemed to me a very serious uh, omission on his part that he didn't provide the additional information.
4: Mm -hmm. And I guess for me, Luke, I certainly agree with you, reading some of the um, documents and some of the uh, correspondence, there are some things in terms of what was said or done that I find troubling. To me, the question before us is, was the dismissal of the case appropriate given the timeline and the events that occurred? To me, I lean towards, yes, the, the dismissal was the appropriate action given the, the lack of information that was provided. And there's at least some comfort in knowing that if there is a case here, if there is um, you know a, a desire for the complainant to move forward and provide more
0: information, they certainly have the ability to do that. Yeah, and, and like I said, um, I do think that I said it outright, but the, the reason for which uh, the complaint was originally
3: lodged doesn't track with, with what I think was described. Um, but like you said, it, there may be more here. And I, I would be comfortable, like, if that's the if that's the recommendation that we side with the, um, and I don't know if we all have to agree, but uh, for the sake of keeping things moving forward, I think that there's an opportunity here for him to, to make that case. But like you said, it wouldn't necessarily be for the reason that he originally lodged it.
4: Yeah. And just like a commission as a whole decision, the, when an appeal comes before us, you know, each commissioner has a vote to um, make a motion whether to approve um, the appeal or deny the appeal, and then we take a vote on that motion. So we don't necessarily all have to agree, but the majority opinion is then the, the decision. Hmm.
0: Gotcha. Anybody have a motion? I would move that we affirm the decision of
4: the counsel. So Melanie moves to affirm the decision of the investigator to dismiss the case. they there a second? I'll second it. So we have a motion. I know I'm looking for the wrong screen here. Motion in the Hendricks v. Good Shepherd case to uh, uh, affirm the decision. Made previously to dismiss the case, we'll have a roll call vote for the decision. Chelsea, if you want to read the roll.
1: All right. Zach Madden?
4: I think the chair votes last if... if okay. T- Melanie Rainey. Yes. Yes. Adriana,
1: do you vote for this? No, I do not vote. All right, Zach Madden?
4: So the motion carries. Um, so in case of Hendricks v. Good Shepherd Lutheran Church, the Appeals Committee has affirmed the decision of the investigator. So with that, I'll entertain a motion to return from closed session pursuant to State Statute 19.851c to announce the committee's decision. So moved. Seconded. Moved by Melanie, seconded by Luke. All those in favor signify by saying Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Motion carries. We are back in open session. Chelsea, if you just want to unlock the meeting, in case there's Um, anybody out there. We're good. Okay. In the case of 20193132 Hendricks v. Good Shepherd Lutheran Church, the EOC appeals committee has affirmed the decision of the investigator that the case is dismissed. With that, we are on our final order of business adjournment. With that, we're adjourned.
0: Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everyone.